minute, crossfade. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. Happy Monday, everyone. What's going on? It's the Daily Talk Show. Uh, we had uh, Jeff Jowett on Friday. That was good fun. Yeah, I've got some. Um, I got a nice message from my mum. Yeah. Um, and maybe I'll just read it here because I was going to send it to Jeff. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if my mum would want me to send it to Jeff, but it was nice. She said, "Darling, just listen to episode one one four with Jeff. Great, great, great. Give him a hug for me. He has such. He's come such a long way, and will do so much good in the world. That's nice." I just bought one of his cookies. No, I'm joking. Just, <laughs> never said that. <laughs> They're not his cookies now anyway, if we learnt anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, he doesn't reap any reward. Uh, a lot of people asking for stickers. Yeah, they will come out. Josh yeah. has promised until the 26th. What's today? Which is tomorrow. That? Shit. Better get your emails through. Hi at the dailytalkshow.com if you want a the Daily Talk Show sticker. Uh, also, thank you for people who have been sending in photos of uh, where they're listening. <laughs> we've uh, we got uh, Trevor Long sent one where he's in like a. This is embarrassing. I don't even know cars. Is that a Ferrari or is that a You're Lamborghini? You're kidding me. Is that a Lamborghini? You're kidding me. What is that horse? You've got yeah, the horse exactly. It's the Ferrari horse. A Ferrari's horses. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like we're, we're in your office. People come Lawrence, in. Come, come in. Lawrence, please come in. Uh, don't stress. We're just doing the show. That's the door. No someone's coming in. Um, Squeaky fucking door. Well, let's get that fixed. Yeah, once no, I'm we back. will. We will. Until then, uh, uh, we've got. Uh, we also got uh, Wayne. Will be getting stickers. Michelle, uh, Matt, uh, Matty, uh, Sean. Do you like how I said Matty? Then, like I was Euro or something. Matty, Matty, Matty. Matty, thanks Matty. for that. Uh, you're going to do the stickers, aren't you? I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah. Well, you. <laughs> You, as many promises you've made on this, I, you've made another promise and I have to fulfill the promise. I'm doing the Euro ones. so uh, Does I'll that say, count? Um, that's just Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. Which Mate, was, uh, Bree's going to be annoyed when I get to London and we're running around uh, trying to find a post, market, post office. <laughs> so if you've just um, tuned in the show for the first time, Josh is about to embark on a four-month trip. Mm-hmm. Around Europe, yeah. Are you like for me the feeling of going into like I, I remember the day before I went on my trip to America for four weeks of fun. Mm-hmm. I know it's not four months, but four weeks. Mm-hmm. I just felt so fucking good th- that night. Like I felt a bit anxious, so much going on, leaving everything at the last minute. Yeah, but then I just remember, oh, the next morning. I feel a bit out of body. I think. Um. But it's just the logistics, the things we haven't we I haven't organised uh, where we we've got a, a layover. So the the idea is that uh, TJ and I are recording uh, a couple of episodes. We'll have uh, Amy tomorrow uh, or Amy Wednesday. We can have we'll, we'll put, have Amy Tuesday. Yeah, and then us Wednesday. Us Wednesday. And then I'll be live from London. Live from London on Thursday, and I'll be in Melbourne. Cold, You'll, cold Melbourne. We'll see where it's colder. I guess it's hot at the moment. We, no, you did 29 a, degrees in London. Yeah, it's pretty That's nice. That's exceptional. But um, no, so we don't have uh, we don't have anything booked for Singapore yet. Um, something that I would love you to try, and I know you probably won't, but it's a um, we had some friends of ours from upstairs in our apartment Can block. Can I guess what you're going to say? It's, no. It involves alcohol. 
I want you to inject. No, 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 no. nothing to do with alcohol. But I'd, I'd like you to drink some nice wines while you're away. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll Just do that have for a you. A few little sips. It's, your, ch- your trip will be cheaper that you don't drink. Yeah, which is good because you can spend it on other shit. But um, when you go overseas, different. When you're in a different location, obviously, when you're searching on the phone, it's pulling up localized apps or localized things. Mm-hmm. Meetup.com. Yeah, uh, this dude was telling me that in New York. There's fucking the weirdest shit. There's the weirdest meetups, just randoms. Yeah. You just want to get together, might not know people, but you should check it out. Good for yeah. content, ABC. Yeah, I remember I, I reached, uh, I was speaking to a friend who lives in, who was living in France. I told her that was a good way to find people. <laughs> well, the, our neighbor said, I mean, he, he sold it in with, yeah, it goes so far as that there's, there was an ad on the one in New York. You could just go around to this person's place and watch porn. It was a porn meetup. <laughs> Who's going to that? I know. That's what we were saying. Like, who the fuck is rocking up to that? But the point being, such a big city, so much random shit, so many people. But, you know, this, is the, this is the funny thing. It's like uh, we're talking about some of these things, which you could 100% do it in Melbourne. Mm. So well, The porn meetup? Yeah, exactly. But I think it's... um. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not doing the meetup.com thing. <laughs> I mean, I've got a meetup.com account, been to meetups and things really? like that. Yeah, there's just like uh, all all sorts of things, technology, you know, content. You and I, once we once we get back, once I get back, yeah, we should do some sort of Melbourne content meetup or well, you, something. Well, you don't want them to like networking events, right? Mm. We, we've talked about how they f- they can feel a bit gross. You go there, everyone knows what they're up for. It's like the keys in the bowl party. Yeah. You go home with a little connection. Um, not actually go home. How does the actual keys work? Like, so it's an <laughs> orgy. That's an orgy. It's what you're describing, mate. To tell you the truth, I've only been to three, and I can't. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but the keys in the bowl, the classic. I don't even know. I'm just. I've seen movies. You get there. You walk in with Bree. You chuck your keys in. I will so get there with my the wife. So if we share the i30, we just we just put in the one set of keys. So then it's like so the. the <laughs> Do I throw in my EFTM lanyard? Yeah, you well? would. This is going to be confusing because we've all, Amy, you, Bree and I, we all have the lanyards. <laughs> but so you so throw the keys in tangled. and then it'd be obviously uh, either the man says I'm leaving or the woman says I'm leaving. The woman gets the keys on the way out and has a man companion. So it's all like yeah, Oh, the sex doesn't come. actually happen at the event. This, uh, no, I don't, uh, keys in the bowl. I thought the keys in the bowl were you leave with a different partner. Uh, so you put the keys in the bowl and you leave with another partner. Who dry? Uh, I guess. It I mean, matter. it depends. Keys in bowl. I'm just googling it, but okay, that's interesting. Because <laughs> uh, I've never really uh, key in bowl parties. What's it's, the instructions? Key party may refer to a sex party, a type of group sex event, a key singing. Was that signing? So key signing party, an event at which people present cryptographic keys to others. That's not what we want. No. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. We're not doing any orgies on our trip. <laughs> you Are you going to Germany? Yeah, I think we will. Yeah, well, you probably, I mean, you might end up in a room. That's One, a th- one's going on there anyway. Well, just because Germans are known for being sort of sex pests. Well, <laughs> I don't know if they're known for being sex pests. Well, sex pests, I use the term loosely. They like sex. <laughs> yeah. Less pest. Well, Amsterdam... Um, that's fucking that's Holland yeah um, there, there's a bit going on there I mean it's, it's well just, they've got the red light district just completely different have you been there no I don't know I wonder um, 
because you know you go overseas and then some like I wonder because obviously it's not like Bree and I would rock up to Spearmint Rhino or whatever in <laughs> Melbourne. But I wonder, wait, Spearman Rhino. Yeah, no, that's it? right. You got yeah, it right. I got and it right. Fucking, how did, how did you get that right? I, I You've been there before. No, I saw someone do a tweet uh, yesterday saying, just saw a guy go into Spearman Rhino with pajamas on. Get stuff. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking I, of it. Oh, uh, yeah. I used to, the thing, was it, was it you that I was saying how sad it was one time mm, when oh, I. Oh, the Christmas? So, I, yeah, I used my fake ID, my. Best mate James and I, we had fake IDs. We bought them online for, what was it, $35. You had to send a check and it was from England and they came back full hologram. This was like, this is when it was quite hard to do this shit. So I I would have been 16 when I got it and we used it to get into a strip club when we were underage and it was a small one on Glen Huntley Road and I just remember one, one year going there and it was around Christmas and it was the saddest thing to see these old men had brought Christmas presents and we're all waiting. Like, and, and I just saw this exchange. I was sitting down looking at the bar and I just saw this old man just with this box of something. It just looked like a big present and he was just handing it over and this girl was putting on this, oh, thanks, Travis, or whatever it is. And it was just so sad. This guy must be a frequent... I feel like uh, with Jeff Jowett's show on Friday and Monday, we've really gone full <laughs> stripper brothels. I don't even chat. know how we got on there. But that was it. Like, but Trying to meet ups. No, I'm not. I, so I think that... But the, the reality is that I'm, def, I'm not in the excited mode yet. I'm like... Um, I'm in the... I think that there's part of me that, that's just not thinking about it and then I'll get really, really excited. Oh. Like once I've got, once I've actually worked out what I haven't packed yet. So it's it's Monday at like what time? It's like after 5 p.m. Yeah. Here I leave in about 14 hours time. Once you get the smell of the jet fuel, you know, in the air, you know, yes. when you're at the airport and you say, smell just, yeah. Just, I love airports. Me too. People watching... Um, lots going on. You feel like, well, I guess you associate being at an airport. It's probably why, it's the same thing of why people hate hospitals. It's because when you're there, you're probably sick. Yeah. When you're at an airport, you're probably traveling. You mm-hmm. are traveling. Yeah. Or you're there to see somebody. So it, it does. It's like, yeah, it brings back those feelings. Have you done, have you done Europe? I've done uh, London and then I flew to Barcelona mm. and then... Back to London, and so I used London as my base, and then I flew to um, Rome, and then to Florence on the train, and then back to Rome and flew out of there. If anyone has any recommendations, mm. it's being super selfish, but if anyone has any recommendations of things to do in Europe, yeah, well, if you've never the Daily Talk Show dot com, well, if you've never emailed the show, we see where you're listening. We can, mm. we've got, we're tracking you. We've got people in <laughs> Eastern Europe all over the yes. place. Yes. We've got people in Japan. I love that one. Um, North, uh, South Korea. But you're not going there. But there's people in Greece that listen. Mm. So there's a bunch of places. Josh is going to Greece. So all over Europe. So if you're just from Europe, he might be near there and he can hand deliver you a sticker. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring. <laughs> I wonder how many stickers I'll end up bringing. I just had another story from my fake ID days and yeah. it doesn't involve strippers. Great. But it involves trying to pick up girls. Okay. And this is... And, and it's a... We're... Um, I think we were 16 at this point and we're at this bar. There used to be this bar on Chapel Street called Frostbites. It was 
ahead of its times. Ahead of its time. How? Dude, fucking, they had 30. So, like, you'd look in and there would be a wall with, like, picture a Slurpee machine at 7-Eleven. You see it sort of spinning. Mm-hmm. 30 of those along the wall. Wow. Blue, green, red, yellow. Were they like a cocktail type All thing? different flavoured yeah. um, uh, slushies. Yeah. Uh, alcohol alcohol slushies. Yeah. yeah, all alcohol. And so, that's yeah, we were just... My friend and I were like obsessed. James and I, same guy, were obsessed with go- like we want to go to Frostbite. And so we went in there and we were 16 talking to these girls at university. Wow. And um, they were like, oh, yeah. And we were just conning them that we were overage. I don't know what was going to ever happen. We were so young. And then all I remember is like um, my phone guy from my pocket and then just kept on going off and I was ignoring it. And then I like – Saw it and I was like, oh, I'm going to say to the girl that I was trying to chat up, oh, I'm just going to go take this. And then I go outside. Hi, mum. <laughs> yeah, just at James's. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been handcuffed? No, I've never been handcuffed. Uh, my brother was on, um, you remember, like Cubs, you know, Cubs? It's like, uh, it's the thing before Boy Scouts yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, it's cubs. called. Sea Scouts and Cubs. Yeah. My my brother's, uh, uh, my brother was doing Cubs with a... Uh, a kid whose dad was a security guard and for fun they thought they would uh, put handcuffs on my brother James and the what, thing was just, the, this older guy no 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 the, the youngest the, the son <laughs> yeah okay. anyway uh mum was mortified because they they didn't have the keys so they had to oh, had to walk through the shopping center <laughs> handcuffs <laughs> Led by the other kid, yeah, with the, with the security guard, probably. There's, there's, like I used to be into wanting to get a real pair of handcuffs. Mm. Silly idea. Well, you, what, what, didn't you put handcuffs on your uncle? We yeah, talked about this yeah, in like episode two. Yeah, we've yeah we family rift. Uh, didn't <laughs> see them for f- four or five years because you put handcuffs like a little shit on your uncle and pushed him over. Yeah, didn't you push him onto the bed or I something? I pushed him onto the bed and he couldn't get up. But he told me that it wasn't. Um, a breeze having dinner with her dad and she's dropping off the car. I just got a notification on my phone. Lovely. Um, yeah, no, that was... Uh, I'd like to leave that behind now. What? Uh, th- that uh, the handcuff story <laughs> was... Uh, now I've got now we've got more listeners. Now we've got more family listening. Wayne Wayne's probably like, uh, oh geez, what's going? What's going? Wayne, on? Wayne, happy to have you on to hear your side of the story. Uh, <laughs> Wayne wasn't. Even, I can be clear. Wayne. Uh, oh Wayne no, Wayne's a part of the family. That's yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. There we yes. go. You've you've made the connection. Uh, one thing that I haven't considered at all is uh, visas. Shit. Do I have to worry about them? Nah, not for. I think Turkey. We do. Maybe Turkey, but not for the first three places that you go. Mm. So we should be fine. Have you ever had any issues at a border? Any sort of... Oh, no, I've had never had issues, but I once had, when I was coming back from America, I found some... Drugs remnants, in your ass. No, remnants of drugs in my pocket. Oh, no. That I had, that was just there. And what happened? You just, there was you not, just, like nothing in it. It was like a bag that there would have mm-hmm. been some stuff in it. And for some reason, it was in my pocket. Oh, no. But like that's the shit that, that you... That gets you done. You've got to be so fucking careful. Especially like if you're going to Southeast Asia or something. Well, America's your, worse, like bad enough. Like mm-hmm. like they're picking up on that shit. Yeah. I always get nervous going into the US because um, with all my camera equipment. Because you're meant to have... If you're doing documentary type stuff, there's a specific media... 
um, visa that you need to get. Yeah. I've never gotten one. I've always gone under as a work trip or whatever and would be doing doco-esque mm. style stuff, but I've never gone to the effort of trying to do the whole journo thing. Well, if you go to the States, they, they want to know if you're there working. And so yeah. you, you're trying – that's what I got told when I was going there. Don't say you were – not that I was working, but just like avoid even entertaining any idea that you're doing some filming or something. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, they'll point put holes in it. You know, that's a job I probably couldn't do is one of the – like the blank face. There's no – half of them don't have personality. The yeah. border people, you know, just like they're so – what are you doing here? Why – like they're, they're looking for something. Yeah. It's a – it's – it's interesting. I've had a, some, some interesting experiences in regards to borders and stuff like that. When I went to uh, uh, London, it was through um, I was I arrived in Heathrow from uh, Pakistan. Mm. I think we went through Qatar, maybe, and uh, I had a crazy neck beard. I'd been growing, <laughs> and uh, the the guy was asking me where I'd just been in Pakistan, and I couldn't remember. I went blank. Really, and it was just like one of those, like a little bit. I was a little bit stressed, and because I was mainly worried about like the filming sorts of the the issue around filming. <laughs> the Forty kilo carry on luggage yeah. bag full of your camera gear. Exactly, and um, oh, I couldn't remember Lahore was the city that I filmed in. I couldn't remember anyway. They um, he asked me about my beard. You know, why have you got the beard? Literally, because I'm just lazy. Uh, but it, they ended up calling over the federal police. And uh, pulling me aside and having a conversation. And then when I went, when I was leaving Heathrow to go to the US a few days later, mm. um, I was getting onto the plane. So we'd been through security, all that sort of thing, getting onto the plane. My um, boarding pass double beeped. I got really excited. Um, Nasan, the guy who I was traveling with, was a couple. Um, we, we weren't lined up together. He was behind, mm. like a few behind me. And um, I was like, man, I'm about to get a fucking upgrade. This is great. Like, and uh, <laughs> turns around, turns out they said, I'll oh, just come this way. And they took us into this sort of separate area, got me to take all my, my shoes off. And they did. Pants it. down? Yeah, no pants down. But they got me to do a random test. They, they, they tested me r- right before getting on the plane, which was strange. And then when I got to the US, and I, I think that part of the reason was because we were doing a lot of one way flights and it's also around and so they um when i was in the u.s i was on the secondary screening list which apparently didn't happen that much but it was on the boarding pass there was sss four s's and that just meant secondary screening so anytime i went through a tsa over eight domestic uh, domestic flights that i went on in the u.s every single one of them uh when I would uh, present my boarding pass, a TSA officer would have to take me through, do it, uh, go through the normal security, then they would pat me down. Was it? Did they get? Did you get through quicker because they were? No, no, because I had to wait. I had to wait in line anyway. Oh, so I had to wait in line to do that. But then, so hang on, was it just because of your putrid neck beard? Well, yeah, no, it was because of the, the flight pattern, because we were flying around the world and because we went to Pakistan and, yeah, yeah. you know, a lot of sort of uh, uh, Muslim countries, I guess that sort of flat. Would they you think know, you... Thought that I was a terrorist or something, probably. Just because of your beard. Yeah. For, and, and who was the... What country did you... Was in Doha, you said that they asked you, where did you get the uh, neck beard thing, where the they said, beard, what's your beard? Heathrow. Heathrow, okay. Yeah. They're pretty suspicious there. Yeah. They've and, had a big go on there. Yeah, and so... Um, yeah, I, look, I, I didn't mind it that much. But the biggest problem was when we were in um, Alabama and uh, my mate Nason was 
uh, he's a US citizen. He said, you got to shoot a gun once. It was very funny about it. He's like, you can't post about it on social media. I don't want anyone because, you know, it can be pretty divisive, the whole gun thing. And I completely agree in regards to the gun laws in the States are fucked. But and I'm sure if you look hard enough, you'll see Josh with a, a shotgun. AK-47. AK-47. <laughs> no, so I, uh, no, we got some fucking, it was like Osama Bin Laden. Actually, no, it wasn't Osama Bin Laden. We got some, um, I'm trying to think, it wasn't zombies. Basically, you, 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 we went to a, a, a place in Alabama. Actually, I'll tell you an extra bit of the story, which is probably not great, but we first went to Florida. There was a place called Gun World. And uh, Nissan next to Toy World, <laughs> you would think so, but huge, right? Huge sort of range, and um, it was it was like a real sort of franchise type yeah. of one. And uh, we uh, we were going in and uh, filling out all the paperwork, and they asked for ID, and I gave my passport, and they basically said that six weeks earlier they'd just passed new laws which said that non citizens couldn't be in the gun range area. So you can't even go, like, not only can you not shoot the gun, you can't even go behind the glass. And uh, Nissan said, oh, come on, like, this was going to be experience for my Aussie mate. Is there anything we could do? Oh, he's an American citizen. Yeah. And he said, uh, they said, oh, look, we're like a big company. So we're, we follow it all by the rules. and But most places wouldn't know about this. So that was where we ended up in Alabama. And uh, it wasn't like we flew to Alabama for this, but we were just we we're filming all over the country, and we ended up in Alabama yeah, yeah. driving past. We had a a break in filming, and we saw a gun range. What did it cost to go in? It wasn't it wasn't that expensive. Nissan got it for me, but uh, it was it scared the fuck out of me. Uh, and like just the the loud banging and stuff, and just like. Uh, but anyway, I uh, shot you know shot a few guns, all that sort of thing, and. Um, the next day i had a uh i had a flight and it did we did the secondary screening type stuff went through and one of the things that they do during the secondary screening is they also swab all of your uh all your gadgets <laughs> uh, yeah. clothes all that sort of thing i uh they swabbed my laptop and doo -doo, doo -doo, doo -doo, the gunpowder residue or something had was on the laptop really from because I'd gone from using the gun on your hands to and being then touching on, your laptop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they ended up having to do a third screening where they basically took me behind, like into a separate room. Mm. But it was like I was like, what's what's going on here? What, what's about to happen? But they ended up just they normally use the back of their hand when they get to your junk. Like to just fucking sort of tap it, like some sort of real. Like I'm just doing. Show this. me how it's done. Yeah, they're just fucking tapping like that, right? Okay. How does it feel? It, not bad. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a meter away. Right? I like that. And you he's still to, touching it. Bit, Crazy, <laughs> right? <laughs> woof woof. Um, yeah. So I. Uh, that, so for for the third screening, they actually go. Uh, the other hand you're nuts. up. Yeah, so they feel oh, so nuts. Third screening means, okay, we found something. We need to go back and check. Yeah, you. they're like, okay, we found something, so we just need to be a little bit more thorough. So oh. there you go. So hopefully I don't have anything like that. Nah, smooth, you, smooth sailing. It's nice just being on a holiday this time, not having to worry about that sort of shit. Tel Aviv, uh, so Israel, full on, mm. going through, full on. Do they stamp your passport? I can't remember. Sometimes they'll give it. you a little bit piece of paper that they'll stamp, uh, especially if you're going to Islamic countries and stuff like that, you might have trouble going So they in. won't stamp your passport because they... Know that you might have trouble getting in somewhere else. Uh, I'm not sure the reason behind it, but I just know mates that have done it and they have not had 
the Israel stamp within the actual mm. passport because it can create issues when you're traveling around. There's something about when you are in a new place, just the, and you take it for granted when you are in your hometown and you just know every, you know the directions, you know where you are, you can, you've got a bird's eye view of you know, like a map of where you are, how mm-hmm. you get home and all of that stuff. And that just goes out the window. So since the direction's fucked. Yeah. And you're just looking left and right going, which way? Well, I'm planning on not using my mobile phone as much. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? Well, maps on it. Well, but that's the that, fucking problem, that's, isn't that's, it? Yeah. Well, because you, you can download a map. like So you through Google Maps, you can actually yeah, you press download a, a proximity. You press OK Google. You type in OK Google. OK Google. Into, um, oh, is it OK Google? You can actually use your Maps app. Or your, your Google Maps app, you Google can Maps press app. OK. You can type in, I think it's OK Google. Let me just There's, a, there's a way to set it so you can download, say, like a, a 50 kilometer Yeah, I think it's literally typing OK space. Google. I'm going to try it now. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to be um, using my uh, my phone as much. It's just setting your notifications not to be fucking going off nonstop while you're It's OCS. not OK Google. Different I think time, it's OK Maps maybe. This is painful. Sorry. The different time zones, shit will be going off and it, it will be so irrelevant to you. OK Maps. OK Maps. So you type in OK Maps and then it's giving me a box and I can sort of zoom out and so for me to I can zoom out all you can't go that far you can go basically almost go, to Victoria yeah Victoria the, the state you can get which, the state of Tasmania in yeah basically state of Tassie it will take 1.7 gigs um, and then you hit download and you hit download and then it means that anyway that you are you don't have to worry about having phone reception did you just download that? no it, it wouldn't be that quick it would take a little bit of time I just press cancel <laughs> That's handy. Okay, maps in the Google app. There's a there's a tech tip of the week. You're taking a Kindle with you. Mm. Um, I saw it's probably I mean, fucking unbelievable technology Kindle. No, but it's not rocket science. But it's, it's pretty saves yeah. you from carrying forty books with you. Mm. I was, I'm a, <laughs> to be clear, I'm not that fast of a reader. I nearly crashed the other day. I was driving along and I look over. This woman had this book in her hand and all I could see was the word vagina on it. What do you mean? So it was just like this huge writing, vagina. And I was like... On a book? On the front cover of the book. Okay. And so so I was like... And she's driving. I was driving and I... Where was she? She was walking while reading. Okay. So she was... Rather than being on her phone, she was cruising along reading. And just said vagina. Huge vagina on the front. (laughs) Text. (laughs) Text. And I looked it up and I found the cover... Of what it was. Mm-hmm. It's called the vagina monologues. No, I don't have okay. the photo here. Okay. There's no vagina on the front no, cover. It's just word. Yeah. <laughs> it's just smutty episode. Sorry about that. <laughs> just, but yeah, it was called the vagina monologues. Mm. A woman wrote it, a book about um, women and their vaginas. Have you ever thought about writing a book? I can't fucking write to, s- to like start with. You know what? I've If people listen to this uh, our podcast over the five years that mm. we if if we do it for five years mm. they could easily write a book for me it's what Gary V does doesn't he just gets people to yeah he can't transcribe what they said but you said to me last week I want to write a book mm. I might write a book while I'm away yeah do you think it's boring do you think I've like I don't think it could be it's obviously not a memoir because I haven't <laughs> lived a life to write a memoir but I feel like I've got a lot of uh, stories that I want to 
Who tell. was telling us? Sam Mack, who mm. his episode's coming out this week. Friday, 29th this, of June. Yeah, Friday, the 29th of June. He was saying that he has these things come to him from time, his time working as a weather guy on mm. Channel 7 that he just writes little bits that could form something later on. Just sends himself an email. Clearly sends himself never, an email every week. It's never heard great of idea. iCloud <laughs> and notes. No, but maybe, yeah, I don't know. You've got to find um, what works for you. But like that, yeah. He does it every day. Takings of what happens while you're away. Mm. Stories. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder. I've, I've got zero expectations around what it's going to be. be the like, book? <laughs> the, whole fucking trip, the whole fucking trip. I think that the biggest key for me, and I think what Bree is nervous on, is that I'm not going to fucking switch off. And that the idea was that this was like, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know, like, you know, I was sort of saying, oh, you know, you know, six months ago, I was saying, maybe we just keep traveling and keep going and we're away for three years. But now that you and I are doing our thing, I've sort of reined it in a little bit. Yeah. Which I think it's good. It means that we can. It's a little bit more. Um, I mean, it's less risky because I know that we we're coming mm. back to something and we're going to be doing something. Yeah, I think that's half the time when stuff happens in life when you almost have something set in stone, whether it be mm. loose, like we we could keep traveling. Yeah, we're free. But it's when you start realizing the shit that you actually want to do, or uh-huh. other stuff aligns. Oh fuck. Closing a loop, or not closing a loop, a fucking update. Sandra Sully on the oh, Twitter. Oh, yes, fuck. We haven't even had a chance because of the uh, Friday's episode, which was with uh, Jeff Jowett, uh, which when we do we're, every Friday uh, from now on, you can expect a guest uh, throughout the whole time that I'm away. We've at least got 10 episodes of that, which will be uh, exciting. And we did an episode called Sandra, if you're listening. Mm. Which we didn't have. She hadn't written to us then. But what we had heard that Sandra had down uh, become a subscriber of the podcast. Yeah, well, the show's wizard, Dr. Jason Fox, was doing a uh, a conference with her in Sydney and just said, hey, got to get on this whole The Daily Talk Show yeah. um, bandwagon. And so, uh, yeah, we got, a, we got a tweet from Sandra what Sully. Did she, what did she say again? Uh she said, okay, lads, I did tune in last night. Cry face and yes, thumbs up. Count me in for episode 200. Okay, episode so 200. It's happening. Uh, just before we go, you and I uh, on the weekend filming um, some content and uh, on the way there saw a road rage incident. <laughs> Look at Josh's Instagram account mm-hmm. at Josh Jansen. Yeah. Yeah, he was fucking, he was a wild unit. That guy, yeah, well... The video has had a fair few views and I, I called Victoria Police about it. They said, unless the victim comes forward, there's nothing they can do, which is sort of bullshit, don't you think? I mean, if you're a road rager, it gives you hope. Yeah. Um, if you are on the receiving end, it gives you fuck all hope. People need, if you're in the car right now, just settle the fuck down. <laughs> Seriously. But yeah, what, and, and if I go into the right lane, don't fucking put your high beams on. If I'm like... 20 metres away. It's constantly... People are fucking idiots. Is, would you prefer high beams or beeping? I think high beams is... Uh, they're both fucking obnoxious. Anyway, <laughs> it's a daily talk show, everyone. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com if you want to send us uh, any emails. Last day to get stickers. So subject line stickers with your address uh, in the body. And uh, we've got my wife on tomorrow's show. Mm, yeah, and then... Uh, I'll be coming from you from coming from you. <laughs> I'll be I'll be coming from London. No. We'll be doing an episode live. 
Sort of. <laughs> I mean, Recorded on the day while Josh is in London and I'm in Melbourne. Yeah. And then released to you. But uh, maybe feel free to send through any uh, suggestions of or any questions you have for us too. What are you liking? What are you fucking hating? We, we like hearing from you. So have a good one, guys. See you guys.